Good afternoon, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or go to your app store. If you have not already, download the KPL app right now. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, you know, wait till you get to a red light or preferably wait till you get home if you're listening through your radio. But... You need to download the KPL app as soon as you can because there is a nifty little app chat feature. You hit the little text message icon in the upper right corner. You can send a message to the show. Let me know your thoughts on the topics of the day. Love talking with y'all. Love hearing from y'all. And we have a lot to talk about. I want to start with what I ended up with yesterday, and that is illegal immigration. At this point, the Biden administration is doing everything they can to ignore the crisis at the border. I want you to listen. This is uh, Neil Cavuto uh, is interviewing the mayor of Eagle Pass. He's a Democrat, Ronaldo Salinas. And he's being asked by Cavuto, do you want Joe Biden to be up at the border, come visit the border. He hasn't been there yet. And, and here's what he said. Absolutely. I've been saying that for the last two years. Look, here in Eagle Pass, we feel abandoned. We shouldn't have to be dealing with this. This is a federal issue. I should be having to deal with economic development. There's other good things going on in Eagle Pass, Texas. Shouldn't have to be dealing with an immigration crisis. And it would be nice. And I have made that invitation to President Biden, our vice president, anyone from the administration, please come visit Eagle Pass. At the very least, you know what's going on. Acknowledge the situation. Put out a statement. Call me. Call us. Let us know what you're doing to deter and control the situation. At the very least. Somebody up there in the White House needs to put out a statement giving us a plan, a plan of action. I haven't had that. We here in Eagle Pass, he said, we feel abandoned. That's 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 a pretty powerful statement for a mayor to say that. But Eagle Pass has been seeing thousands of people pouring through. This is crazy. Now, we've got another clip. I need to try to find it. Uh, but again, Peter Ducey and Corinne Jean-Pierre once again going at it, this time on immigration. Uh, it, it's and, and her response to Peter Ducey. As it, here, let me just play this bit if I can. What do you call it? here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day. So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a, a, a wait, no, That's no, 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 you can't. Sorry. I'm answering, okay, we're going to move You're on. answering no, no, question no, 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 okay. no, 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 we're moving on. Great, moving. please. In the back, no, no, you said you were stopping right, the flow the of the border. No, no, try to answer, uh, Peter, okay. I tried to answer the question, you stopped me. So she tries to play it off as, uh, she, what she's trying to do is deflect and say the GOP hasn't put forward a plan. She's trying to take it back to the whole budget fight thing, which is a whole separate issue. I don't know if I'll have the time to get to that today. I kind of want to, but at the same time, I need to see how it plays out over the weekend. But she tries to pass the buck on it. 
Corinne Jean-Pierre has said from that podium that the Biden administration has stemmed the flow, that they've stopped the flow of illegal immigrants. And yet you have 10,000 crossings, nearly 10,000 crossings a day right now. The Biden administration just basically gave amnesty to about half a million Venezuelan nationals who illegally came to the United States. It's absurd. The, the administration is ignoring it. The administration is ignoring this crisis at the border. The administration is also ignoring the economic crisis that's going on. And what's really kind of weird is the way that they're hand is the way the media is handling this. The media is handling the immigration thing so very, very oddly. And it's because the media is located primarily on the East Coast and in California, the West Coast, but, but primarily the, the Upper East Coast, those Democratic enclaves. You've got CNN having Kathy uh, Hochul or Hochul or whatever her name is, however you pronounce it. I'm sorry, I'm terrible with names. Um, but you you have her, she's going on CNN and the CNN host is saying, does this make you more sympathetic to the to the ongoing issues at the border? And she said yes. And and she actually at one point in the scene interviews, she she basically told immigrants, you need to stop coming here. Where was this concern when it was just happening at the border before the immigrants were being transported to the sanctuary cities that the Obama administration first denied were even a thing and then basically accused anybody being opposed to them as being racist? Look, I said at the end of the show yesterday, I want to say it again today. If somebody wants to be in America, fantastic. America rules. Come to America, please, but come legally. I mean, there are Democrats who think America sucks. Let's get rid of them and keep the immigrants who are coming in. But we don't need to be incentivizing lawbreaking, which is what the Biden administration is essentially doing. And what's more, the bigger problem here, the bigger issue, is that the Biden administration is ignoring law and ignoring the American people. The American people, American cities are being overwhelmed, and the Biden administration does not seem to care. They went to Texas and cut razor wire at the border that Texas had put up to try to deter people from sneaking in. Those places, the Biden administration went in and cut that razor wire. They are ignoring the plight of American cities overrun by illegal immigrants. They are ignoring the plight of Americans who are living paycheck to paycheck in more debt than they ever have been and are struggling in the current economy under inflation. I mentioned the other day, inflation's going up. Diesel prices are going up. It's going to affect everything even more. And then there's this clip. So I can tie it all together and just talk about how broad this problem is from the Biden administration. This is Education Secretary uh, Cardona talking about parents who are complaining about what's going on in schools. Listen to this. There was civility. We could disagree. We could have healthy conversations um, around what's best for kids. I respect differences of opinion. I don't have too much respect for people that are misbehaving in public and then acting as if they know what's right for kids. 
parents acting like they know what's right for kids. Parents do know what's right for their kids. It is their child. They're the ones who are responsible for it. But the Biden administration, Secretary Cardona, what he's saying there is that you parents don't really have that right. We need to have a discussion. It's between public policy and parents. It's not you raise hell because your kid is getting exposed to something they shouldn't be. They don't like they're ignoring the actual problems and trying to spin it in a way that deflects the problem to somebody else. Karine Jean-Pierre deflecting the immigration problem to the GOP's lack of a budget. Uh, Cardona deflecting the problem to misbehaving parents who pretend like they know what's best for their kids. All these all these liberal Economists saying the economy's great. Why do all these people just not get it? They're blaming you. They're blaming everyone else for the problems that they have created since day one. It is patently absurd that they are ignoring all of these problems. It is neglect of their duty that they are ignoring these problems. They are whistling past the graveyard. Parents acting like they know what's right for kids. It's their kids. It's your kids. It's my kids. It's not Cardona's kids. It's not Joe Biden's grandkids, even the illegitimate one. It's our kids. Across the country. Do you think Glenn Youngkin won because parents were misbehaving in school board races? No. One parent has just finally, finally by Glenn Youngkin, he has been uh, pardoned by Youngkin. The parent who went and raised hell at school board meetings because his daughter was sexually assaulted in the school bathroom and the district tried to cover it up. He was the one who was arrested arrested for that. And Glenn Youngkin pardoned him, as he should have. Because it's ridiculous for him to be arrested for going and complaining about a school board covering up the sexual assault of his daughter. But clearly that guy was misbehaving in public and acting like he knew what was best for kids. That's what Cardona's saying. This goes back to something that we saw. uh, We saw it a lot during the Obama administration. We saw it during the Hillary Clinton campaign. And it's coming back now. The idea that your kids don't belong to you. They belong. Your kids are the government's kids and it's the government's job. And they're really leaning hard on. They are pushing. They are fighting parents. They are fighting parental rights on this. And the media whines and complains and and tries to misconstrue and talk about uh, book banning and transphobia. That's not the case at all. Sorry to get so fired up on a Friday, but. All of this stuff happening all at the same time, it's just infuriating. The federal government, the Biden administration is blaming everyone but themselves for the problems that we're facing right now. And they are demonizing and attacking us in the process. We're going to take a break in just a second. But first, we've got to go to our J&J pest of the day. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk. 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number to be part of the conversation or send 
a chat through the KPL app chat. Let's go over to the phones right now. We've got Danny on the line. Danny, how are you today? Uh, good afternoon, Joe. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm on top of the dirt, and the dirt's not on top of me, and I think I've got a good thing going with that. <laughs> you said sorry to get fired up on a Friday. <laughs> how can you not get fired up seven days a week with everything that's going on? But, Amen. Um, I was just hearing about the uh, rush at the border. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, what's supposed to be our southern border, and it just a thought dawned on me. I wonder how much money is flowing to our politicians and or Mr. Biden and or Hunter uh, by the cartels. I mean, I keep hearing they're making millions and billions. Um, If a little bit falls off the table, I'm sure somebody's there with a dustpan sweeping it up. See, I, you know, it sounds almost conspiratorial, but if they, if they were, if, if, if they were being bribed, what would they be doing any different? That that's, that that's the thing is they're acting sure they're acting like they're taking a cut from this somehow because they're leaving it wide open. I mean, I think the Democrats, I think the Biden administration, the, the progressives who run it are just so enamored with this idea that they can fundamentally shift the country to being fully Democrat by allowing all of these Hispanic voters in because those voters are historically uh, Democrat voters, but they're not paying attention to the trend of those Hispanic voters shifting to the right because the progressives are being too progressive. But, you know, I, it's an interesting question. Is somebody somewhere in the Biden administration getting something for this? Because we know the cartels have bought the Mexican government. That's why the Mexican government doesn't really do anything about this. Uh, in fact, uh, the Mexican government has a program. I just learned about this the other day. The Mexican government has a program where they help pay for the defense of Mexican nationals who are arrested for violating immigration law and other laws in the United States. They actually have a defense fund for this. That money, it's a government program in Mexico where they come in and they help pay for the defense of Mexican nationals in the United States, which seems extraordinary that we allow that to happen, but it is happening. Well, there's a lot that's extraordinary that's going on. Um, You know, I was listening to a report, the, uh, earlier today that uh, down in uh, Eagle Pass, migrants are just breaking in the houses, mm-hmm. taking whatever they want, taking the car, the money, the food, anything, just breaking into people's houses. And if they say anything, they, they'll beat them half to death or kill them and just move on. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's mind-boggling what's going on down there. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, you just watch the video clips of the people who are crossing. They're, they're in droves. And I'm, they're, they're going through the Rio Grande. They're finding bodies uh, of, of p- people who didn't make it. But it's just it's a it's a major crisis. And the Biden administration doesn't want to do anything about it. Danny, thank you very much for the call. I got to take this break. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use the app chat to let your thoughts be heard. So the J&J Pest of the Day from earlier in the show is uh, U.S. Senator Bob Menendez of New Jersey. There have been a couple of Democrats now who have called on him to resign. Uh 
And that's all fine and dandy. Some Democrats will join that call. Here's here's what's bothering me. And this is not getting enough conversation. We've known for over a year that Bob Menendez was under investigation. We know that that investigation involved bribery and an agent of a foreign government. Over a year, we've known that. And for over a year, he has remained, despite that public information, he has been allowed to remain the chairman of the Senate Committee on Foreign Relations with access to highly classified, highly sensitive information. Do you know what Chuck Schumer said today? Here's his statement. Bob Menendez has been a dedicated public servant and is always fighting hard for the people of New Jersey. He has a right to due process and a fair trial. Senator Menendez has rightly decided to step down temporarily from his position as chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee until the matter has been resolved. Why was he not removed immediately today? Why did this statement come out at 3.15 this afternoon? For as long as he's been under investigation, Schumer should have known better than to keep him as the chairman on the committee, much less let him stay on the committee at all, much less allow him to step down instead of kicking him off, much less praise him in a statement. New Jersey Governor Murphy has called on Menendez to resign. A Democratic representative from New Jersey has called on him to resign. And yet he shouldn't he shouldn't have been able to keep a committee assignment, much less one with access to highly classified, highly sensitive material, because that's one of the allegations in the indictment that he got a list of personnel at the embassy in Egypt, in Cairo, and sent it to his then girlfriend, now wife, who then forwarded it on. Now, how he got the bribe money is actually legitimately hilarious. He was paid with jackets that were literally stuffed with money that had his name. The the jackets had his name on it. He was paid in bars of gold and then hilariously went to his computer the next day and actually did a Google search for how much is gold worth. He tried to talk a U.S. district attorney into recusing themselves from an investigation into his friend, one of the co-indicted, Fred something or other. I wanted to say Fred Mills, but that's not it. That's a whole different issue here in South Louisiana. But again, all of this corruption apparently started happening around 2018. You know what happened in January of 2018? 
an investigation into Menendez was dropped. And he immediately started acting corrupt again. The moment, the moment the DOJ came out and said, yes, we are investigating Bob Menendez, Senator Robert Menendez of New Jersey for bribery. We are investigating him for his ties to a foreign agent. That's the moment a responsible Senate majority leader, a responsible leader of the Senate would say, you got to step down from the committee. You can't be on the Foreign Relations Committee. You can't be the chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee or on the committee at all if you're suspected of this. For the sake of national security, for the sake of national interest, you got to step aside because otherwise he's under investigation looking like the Senate Foreign Relations Committee is for sale, which apparently it was because he received a ton of money and bars of gold Luxury cars. He received a ton of stuff. Why? Why was he still on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee? Why? And, and, and I know that a lot of you want to say, well, the Democrats are going to protect their own. And yes, that's a thing. But why was no Republican speaking up about this more? Because that's a part of this, too. Why were the Republicans in the Senate who were aware of this not saying anything about the fact that Bob Menendez under investigation for bribery and ties to foreign agents? Why were they not saying more? This should have been an issue that was raised every day while he was on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. What in the world is wrong in Washington, D.C. that nobody stops to think that, hey, if he's under investigation for this, Maybe he doesn't need to be the chair of this committee right now. Getting worked up again. Like Danny said in the call earlier, it's hard not to with all the stuff going on. But I'm going to take a break. We'll be back to wrap up the show here on the News, on news Talk 96.5. You guys stick around. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. Got a couple minutes left. Or you can send a message to the KPEL app chat today. One more thing on Menendez. Remember a while back, one of the things he was being investigated for, he was accused of having sex with underage cookers, uh, hookers. And everybody in the media and all the Democrats were like, no, no, Menendez, not Bob. He's a great guy. Yeah, that's where we are. And again, the, the Chuck Schumer aspect here I think is – is probably the weirdest aspect of all this. You know that if Mitch McConnell had let a Republican who was being accused of this stay on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, this would have been a, when the, when the investigation was being announced, it would have been a weeks-long investiga- uh, 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 news cycle. Now it would be explosive. It, it would never stop. This news cycle would never stop. How could... Uh, how could uh, Mitch McConnell have let a Republican stay in this position? It's just absurd, and yet that's where we are right now. Chuck Schumer has been wrong on everything he's been a part of as leader. 
you know, he just called for votes on the same military leaders that Tommy Tuberville was blocking. And he wasn't really blocking. He was just saying, I'm not giving unanimous consent on this. He was telling Schumer, go ahead, schedule the vote, but I'm not allowing unanimous consent on this. Schedule the vote and you can pass it. You don't need me for it. But Schumer was like, no, we can't do that. Well, he just did. Schumer is completely inept as a leader. It's not that he's corrupt. It's not that he's evil. It's he's, he's inept. He really is. But that's the state of Democratic leadership right now. Joe Biden is not there at all. Joe Biden is a, a victim of elder abuse. Chuck Schumer is completely incompetent. Hakeem Jeffries is the only guy who looks like he's doing a good job. That's only because leadership on the Republican side in the House is completely inept, too. Kevin McCarthy has lost control of his co- There's no way Kevin McCarthy's actually the leader right now. He can't get a thing done because he cannot bring himself to actually be conservative. And so Hakeem Jeffries, the, uh, the Democrat leader in the House, looks like a perfectly fine Democrat doing great things. Because Kevin McCarthy is inept. I go back to what uh, Heath Ledger's Joker said in The Dark Knight, and I think we really need to take this to heart. We deserve a better class of criminal. We really, how did we get such inept people leading us? How is Bob Menendez, who's been as corrupt as apparently he has been this whole time, How is he not better? How does he know not to get bars of gold that have serial numbers that can be tracked and to not leave clothes with bundles of money inside all over the place? It's just bizarre. And the lack of leadership is bizarre. And the whole thing is just bizarre. I'm going to take a break. I need the weekend off. You guys have a great weekend. If you're going to watch football tonight, great. If you're watching great college football tomorrow, absolutely. Let's all enjoy it. I'm going to talk to you guys again on Monday. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, email joe at redstate.com. You can also find the podcast version of the show. If you missed anything, go to joecunninghamshow.substack.com or go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you get the podcast and listen in there. Don't forget to give a rating and review to the podcast as well. You guys have a great weekend. Talk to you again soon here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.